What's up, y'all? This is Tremaine from Mind of Money. You are listening to My Last Dime, the podcast for those who give but don't want to go broke. This episode, we're in season two. This is episode 10. The title of this episode is Corona on 10. Okay, so I don't have a guest today, but I am just going to dive into the stuff I want to talk about. I jotted down some notes And if you've been on social media, you know there is like manic craziness happening. You can't click anything without seeing coronavirus or COVID-19. Can't open an email. I just, I don't understand why it has escalated to this point. I understand, you know, this is a very serious situation. But personally, I just feel like if you are a 100% tech company, that I am doing business with and you're never going to see me. Why are you sending me an email about coronavirus, sir? I just don't get it. But, you know, that's me. Hopefully some of you are having the same thoughts that I'm having. But I want to come on here and just talk about how not to lose your mind during this time, especially as it relates to your finances. So I was reading an article and it was talking about that more people will go bankrupt from this epidemic than folks who will get sick from it, right? And so during times like this, it's important that we understand the impact of what's happening. So of course, you know, folks are getting sick. Unfortunately, there are people dying, but in an effort to contain the spread, that means some people aren't allowed to go to jobs. So consider you know the NBA season being canceled and while there were teams like the Mavericks that did decide to cover the wages of the people who wouldn't be able to come in because the season's canceled there are some other facilities that haven't taken those same steps so how does it leave those families how do they you know bridge that gap and still provide you know their families with the resources that they need when they don't have an income And so this is, you know, another level of thinking, another layer of understanding the economy that sickness doesn't just have an impact on our health. It also impacts a lot of our wallets and our ability to maintain a quality or a standard of life. And so if you are somebody who might have be experiencing, you know, reduced work hours or maybe you've been told not to come in at all you probably can identify or resonate with the impact that this might have on your financial situation. And if we weren't prepared for something like this, no emergency funds set up, you know, it can be a very, very scary time. And so, you know, that's something that we need to be sensitive to. There might be people in our circles that, you know, they were living paycheck to paycheck and this might be a huge hit for them. So something I want to challenge all of my listeners to do is to reach out to your community, your circle, the people that um, are close to you and make sure they're okay. Um, Many of us might be prideful and may not willingly offer up that, hey, I'm strapped for cash. I can't feed my children, whatever the situation. And so just having folks that care to reach out could be, you know, just that, that small act of kindness that reminds them of the humanity that is around them. So 
This time could be difficult and it might bankrupt quite a few people. So another topic that I want to talk about is the market itself and what is happening inside of folks' retirement plans. And so I've been trying to do damage control on Facebook because this is where I've seen a lot of misinformation. People are freaking out about losing thousands of dollars and I get it. You know, back when I didn't understand how it worked, I could see how you might feel some type of way. However, What I need us to understand is that your 401k is a vehicle for retirement. This is a long-term place, right? The goal is for us to put money inside of it. And then the money inside of our 401k can be invested different ways. Most times it is invested inside of mutual fund type products, right? So mutual fund type products are invested in the market. And so what that means is when the market declines, so does the value of my 401k. And so I'm saying this because I need us to understand that your employer is not going into your 401k, taking money out of your account. That's not, that's not what's happening. Okay. And I've seen comments on Facebook and I want to clear that up. Your employer is not taking money from your 401k. That is illegal. What's happening is the value inside of your 401k is decreasing because the value of the stocks inside of the mutual funds inside of your 401k is decreasing. That's not what we want to see, but this is not the first time that has happened, nor will it be the last. This is how the stock market works. The prices fluctuate. They go up and down and up and down and up and down. This is probably the first time you have experienced it in your working years. So if you're a millennial um, and a younger millennial, you probably don't have any recollection of what happened during 2008, 2009, where there was another huge hit to the market. Um, And there was this great panic. And so many people decided, hey, I'm going to take my money out of the market And to be honest, a lot of those people have not recovered. Why have they not recovered? Because they allowed the fear to distract them from the long-term goal of their 401k. Our long-term investing has to remind us that the value inside of our account is going to fluctuate every day. Sometimes I'll have huge gains. Sometimes I'll have small gains, small losses, sometimes huge losses. But if I allow the money to do its job and run the course of time over the history of the market, it has been an incline. We just happen to be at a point where it is during a downturn. So what can you do right now? It's your money. You can do whatever you want. But what I would do is I would reach out to a financial professional and ask some questions. Help get them to help you understand what is inside of your portfolio. What are you even invested in? Learn about the quality of the investments that you have. Are you invested too aggressively? Are you invested maybe too assertively, conservatively? Um, Understand what's inside of your 401k so that you know what's happening and you don't panic. Okay? 
I think that is what's causing a lot of the stir inside of our community because we know that we should have a 401k, but we don't know how we should be invested based on our personal preferences and what we can stomach. What you might be finding is that you are invested too aggressively based on what you can stomach. Now, did everybody as a collective take a loss? Probably because the market is in a decline. But some people might be taking less of a loss based on how they are invested. So now is a very important time to reach out and get somebody to explain to you what is going on. Okay, so that's your 401k. Your employee did not take money from you. 401ks are not bad. You know, this is not the reason not to invest. It just means you don't understand investing. Now's the time to get educated. So... As we talk about being educated, there's a lot of fear around the stock market right now. And fear is when you want to learn. The vast majority of folks who become wealthy off of investing understand that when the market is low, this is when you need to buy more because most people are gonna be selling. And so when a lot of people start to sell or exit, the values and the prices go down. Right. I have low demand. And so that means I got to drop my prices. Low demand means I can purchase good stuff for lower prices. Now, I want to place an emphasis on buying quality investments. Think about a sale on something you've had your eye on for a long time. Now, if I've wanted this and I've wanted to invest for a very long time, but maybe I just couldn't afford to invest the amount I wanted to invest. Now I can get the stuff I wanted to get at a discount. Now, I'm not saying that you should go buy a whole bunch of junk, you know, taking a lot of risk. That's not what I'm saying. But if you've done some research on some items and, you know, you think there are quality buys, now may be a good time to get that quality buy at a discount. We want to buy low and sell high. We don't want to buy when it's high and then when the market starts to decline, sell because then we take a loss. If I buy low, wait for the market to increase, I have a gain on my purchase. And that's what I want. So during this time, don't allow the fear to overrule the understanding of the market. Your emotion cannot take over um, because you might be too scared to act in how you should act. Understanding what's going on is going to allow you to make the best decisions for your portfolio. Okay, now. In addition to all of these things, it's still very important that we have an emergency fund. You might see lots of people that are saying, you need to go buy stocks, you need to go buy stocks. If you don't have any liquid cash set aside for emergencies, you should not be buying stocks right now because if you have to sell those stocks, you're in no better place. You might even take another loss because you have to sell them prematurely before you can see the gain. So our emergency funds are still very, very important. It might be very tempting to dump thousands of dollars into the market because you might think it's free. But if that is all the money that you have, you want to leave some of that money liquid just in case, especially during this time where job security might be, you know, a little on the fence. Companies might start to figure out, well, since we have all these people working remote, maybe I don't need as many bodies. So be mindful that you want to cover yourself 
just because there is an opportunity to buy right now, if you're not in a position to spend a lot of cash, do, don't go crazy. Um, what else do I want to talk about? So I made uh, an analogy in my Facebook group where I talked about buying the Chanel bags of the stock market. And so what I meant by this was if you're going to make a purchase, you want something that is a timeless quality buy, right? Um, especially if you're a new investor, we don't want to be buying high risk stuff that looks shiny right now that may or may not pan out has no longevity. Um, because if you are not a trained investor, you very well may not be able to identify holes in this company to see it for what it's for. And so it could be very, very attractive to look for things that, you know, are promising double digit returns. And if you're not a trained investor, that may not be something that you want to take advantage of at this time. We don't want to buy stuff that's going to last for a limited time. We want to buy quality. So think about the Chanel bags. If I buy a Chanel bag right now while it's on sale, is it still going to hold its value six months from now? Probably. Now, if I buy a no-name bag from Forever 21 six months from now, is it still going to have its value? Definitely not. So that's how we want to think about our stock purchases. Just because it's on sale doesn't mean it's a good buy. Okay? So keep that in the back of your mind. If you still have questions about investing and you still don't quite understand the market, if you're listening to this recording on Monday or Tuesday or even on Wednesday before 5 p.m., I'm hosting a free class on understanding the market. All you have to do is uh, RSVP. The link will be in the bio of this. Sorry, not the bio. I'm thinking about Instagram. The link will be in the show notes of this episode. So that's where you can get more information. Okay, guys. So I hope that this has helped to ease some of your fears about the market. Please don't freak out. Um, if you're somebody that's very active on Facebook, do your part to promote education about stocks and bonds. Um, respond to people and just let them know, hey, if you don't really understand it, now's a good time to learn, right? We, wanna, we don't want to promote miseducation um, because it took some people a very long time to recover from 2008 when they cashed out and sold everything. And that's not what we want for our community. We don't want people to sell prematurely if they don't have to. If I'm a 25, 35 year old person that has no intention of retiring in the next 10 years, and this is supposed to be a long term vehicle, I have time. But if I'm listening to you in my ear talking to me about how 401ks are bad, this is why I shouldn't have been in the market. I might be tempted to sell and lock in that loss and then it becomes a realized loss. And that's not what we want for people. We want people to talk to professionals so they can help them understand and make the best decision for them based on their situation. So I applaud y'all for having the conversation. But as always, when you don't know the answers, Direct somebody to somebody who does, right? When I'm sick, I go to the doctor. They got more answers than I have. And so that's what we want to do with topics that we don't have all the answers. We direct people to folks with the education and the knowledge. 
So as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode was a good one for you. Um, We appreciate you here at My Last Dime. Definitely some great things happening. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share, like, comment, subscribe. Shout us out. We'll make sure we shout you back out on social media. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and we will talk soon. But until then, please don't spend your last dime.